Hello listeners, welcome to the Britpod Scene podcast episode 5. Britpod Scene is a network of independent British podcasts. You may not recognise these voices, so let us introduce ourselves. I'm Foley. And I'm James. And we're from the Bottomless Pit podcast, which is a show on the Britpod Scene network. Anyway, more on us later. James, what's coming up on today's show? Well, today is going to take a rather dark turn as Stacey interviews Paul from the True Crime Enthusiast podcast. Carla takes a trip across the pond to interview a couple of podcasts from the USA. And towards the end, Stacey looks at some of the newcomers to the Britpod Scene Network over the last month. But first, we'll start with the news. Netflix and Spud predicted to become latest trend. Live stream with Casual Bird. Uh. Be part of the one where you can bump into friend zone. Spotlight live long and prosperous Admiral Terrell. The two best female admins of Britpod scene wish they were big. Bonkers behaviour is about to hit Camden. And now to Frosty, our roving reporter for more. Thank you, Daniel. This is Frosty reporting for BPS News from the Illminster Little Chef on the A358, sheltering from the storm. I was on my way to Bestival, but an amber weather warning meant we didn't quite get there. Spud from the comedy cast has been commissioned by a top Hollywood producer to make a Netflix special. The comedy cast has a YouTube channel where you can see his interviews with comedians and find him on your usual podcatchers if you prefer your entertainment in your years. Our resident birder Susie Buttress of the Casual Birder podcast is joining the fabulous New Zealand podcast Sunshine and Power Cuts for the Sunshine Summit in August. Despite being off the grid, Sunshine and Power Cuts is connecting with podcasts live for an entire week. It's going to be a whole lot of fun and you can hear Susie at 10pm BST or 5pm EDT on Tuesday the 14th of August. Go to sunshineandpowercuts.com for more information. Dan and Ryan from the Friend Zone podcast will be attending the Friend Fest in Bristol on the 26th of August. If you see them around, don't forget to ask, how you doing? The Spotlight podcast explores all aspects of Star Trek. In their latest episode, Liam, Matt and Paul are joined by actor Conrad Coates as he gives the lowdown on his role as Admiral Terrell on Star Trek Discovery. If you're a Star Trek fan, this is definitely the show for you. BPS Funny Birds, Stacey of Rough Giraffe and Carla and Holly get together for a special episode of Theme Park Films podcast all about the 80s classic movie Big. They have plenty to say about big hair, big pants and big cars. Get nostalgic and feel like a kid again. Find Theme Park Films podcast on iTunes, Spotify and Podbean. And finally, familiarity breeds... Contempt! Beans on the corner. Four! No, I'm not having a breakdown. I'm quoting the gloriously unpredictable Dredgeland. They will be performing at the Camden Fringe on the 15th and 16th of August. Go and see them at the Camden Comedy Club at 6.30pm. Tickets are £5. Please check ahead of time if dogs and plinths are allowed in the building. That's all from me this month. Back to you in the studio. And there you have it. That's the news for this month. What's coming up next, Foley? Now it's time for Stacey to get uncharacteristically serious in her interview with Paul from True Crime Enthusiast. Okay, I say serious, but she does somehow end up asking him if he's a murderer. It's a great interview, but be warned, it is not for the squeamish. 
Hello, this is Stacey from the podcast Rough Giraffe, and I am joined today by Paul from the True Crime Enthusiast. Hello, Paul. Hi, Stacey. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Thanks very much for having me on your show. That's not a problem at all. So, tell the folks at home, what is your podcast all about? Well, as Stacey said, I run the True Crime Enthusiast podcast, which is a podcast that covers the more obscure and lesser known cases from the shores of the UK to quote my whole blurb on my show <laughs> um, you won't get your coverage of like your Wests or your Sutcliffs or anything like that I'd rather go for a 35 year old cold case that nobody's ever heard of from the back of beyond because I like to put out stuff that I'd be interested in listening to or reading about myself so I thought what better way to put something out than watch your passion and that's what it is. So that's what I try to do. And uh, I thoroughly enjoy doing the show as it is, yeah. It's a really great show. You obviously do a lot of research for it. How long does it take you to research one episode? Well, I try to work on a monthly basis. So I try to have my cases plotted out for episodes a month ahead. And then I I can, I'm, I'm quite lucky in the job that I do really, because uh, I shouldn't probably say that in case anybody listens but i do get time to research and um from the app for the episodes while i'm doing other things that i'm supposed to be doing <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it, it can take a good couple of days really but I, I do try to sketch out pretty much the beginning and end of the episode the case fill it all in between and i'm a stickler for detail i pride myself on detail i don't think you can ever have enough to be honest and then obviously it goes into the editing and all that, which is the bane of every podcaster's uh, oh. existence, as I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah, completely. Where do you get your information from? Well, I've got an extensive library, and obviously, you know, you use the wonder of the internet, but I do have an extensive library that I've built up for many years. I use newspaper archives, wherever I can find. Some of the cases um, that I've covered, I tend to live quite near, so I've managed to be on the spot, if you like, and retraced okay. some of the steps and gone to the places mentioned, and I've even got to talk to some of the people who knew people concerned with the episodes, which is, oh, yeah, again, it's a bit of a unique sort of an in-depth thing, really, and yeah, I'm, I'm quite lucky that I've been able to do that. Yeah. What do your friends and family think of your true crime passion as it were well, well um for many years a lot of my friends have, have thought me a bit warped to be honest really they, they know it's my lifelong genre of reading about and, they, and they, they've looked at me pretty bizarrely sometimes with some of the book titles that i've brought in and left lying about and yeah they they, they, they do they yeah, they don't say too much anymore about it they just kind of accept it now they just if, if there's ever sort of an unsolved case around here I might get a couple of sly looks, really, and um, as if to think, like, has Paul killed again? Not that I'm confessing to being a murderer on air. <laughs> they're, very, they're they're generally very supportive of it, and um, and, and yeah, yeah, they're quite they're quite sort of proud of it. Oh, that's good. That's good. True crime stories can be a bit heavy, and when I'm when I'm listening to your podcast, you seem to give uh, your opinion after you've given a big chunk of sort of horrific detail you then give your opinion or you know a little bit of a an aside or a quip do you do that on purpose i think yes i do if, if it's a big chunk of information or it's something absolutely horrific that's happened i maybe give the listener time to digest that a bit plus myself yeah. really i mean there was a certain case that from north wales a 
few episodes ago involving the murder of a child and um that, that, that pretty much upset me because it was one I'd been able to retrace the steps and, and I probably did need a, a bit of time doing that because it was just so absolutely horrific. But yeah. but I've never been shy about giving my opinion as well in the episode. It's um, there's the beauty of your own show, really, isn't it? You can you can say what you want pretty much. And um, yeah, yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, it's uh, I don't want to be a drone or anything like that i like to give it the, the human touch and you know so i am sort of not not just a robotic voice i do have my own opinions and feelings on it yeah i was listening to an episode today you do get quite passionate i've noticed yeah very 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 much so yeah it's um it horrifies me you know and, and people have said to me before now it's how can you read about something so horrific or mm. and say because it's so horrific you know it's the, the fascination that it's, it's why this true crime is now such a massive incredible genre that people all over the world are sort of listening to and reading about because they like sort of they like reading about things that shock them like that yeah they really do yeah, yeah. And, and and it just yeah it shocks me so i try to make that come across in the episode are there any stories or cases that you've researched that you thought were just too much for you no not there are some that i feel are absolutely horrific and there, there are there are some cases mm. that, that i won't cover purely because they're, they're probably so well known but then if it was a lesser known case i think that story was important to be told and i'd be sensitive throughout the details but i wouldn't hold back on any because i want people to know just how evil some people are I, th- I think that's important i think it's if, if you're yeah. going to tell a story you tell the whole thing warts and all or there's no point telling it yeah i think the attraction to true crime podcast is that it kind of makes you feel a bit safer in your home in one way you think oh that couldn't possibly happen to me or i'm glad that they're caught yeah they? and there's yeah, that yeah definitely just that fascination and with the macabre isn't there yeah indeed there is yeah and and that's yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. It's it's what fascinated me from a young age, and and it just always has kept my interest. And like I like being horrified. I like reading about horrific things. It's it's just it's just interests me. It's yeah, it's my interest lies. So how long have you been doing the podcast now? I've been doing the podcast since September last year. And I'm just, oh, okay. I'm nearly, nearly two thirds through my second series now. Um, yeah. But I've been. It started off as a blog the year before, mm. and then and then obviously the explosion of podcasts happened, and every man and his dog decided to <laughs> release a podcast, didn't they? But about about absolutely everything on earth, you know. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the podcast about the history of concrete to come out, because <laughs> I'm sure it. Because I'm sure it's uh, <laughs> it's only a week or so. Like I have seen a podcast about stationary and that's not a joke <laughs> how, how can you how, do you know fair play to someone who can talk for an hour about a stapler i want to meet this person i really do well or, or i don't to be honest yeah I, yeah i started off in in 2016 with the the true crime enthusiast blog mm. on, online I, I thought i'm gonna sit down and write about stuff like this and it was a, it was a really slow builder it really was and i didn't lose too much heart because i've always enjoyed writing one of my favorite podcasts and a great friend of the show and one i have to thank for 
the true crime enthusiast um, existed is Adam at the UK True Crime Podcast. Oh, right, yeah. He, he asked for if anybody wanted to research and write up a case, and I thought, oh, I'd like to have a go with this. So, yeah, so I wrote one for him. He's very, very pleased with it because he likes the same kind of obscure crimes that, that I do. And, and yeah. we, we, do, we don't compete, but sometimes he'll bring an episode out, which will be great. And I think, oh, do you know what? I was going to do that in about a month or... <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board. But um so I wrote this episode for him and it went down very well. So a couple of months later I wrote another one for him. And then a few months after that I wrote a two part one. And then I got to work with the American podcast called The Minds of Madness, which is absolutely massive and Canadian. It is, yeah. sorry, not American. Yeah. And um so I got to write a, an episode with them about the Cumbria shootings from about eight years ago and that was very well received. And then I thought, you know what? I can't enjoy this. Like, I'd like to do it myself. So looked into what you needed and um, got the stuff, a bit of a mess about with it, and just went from there, really. And the first episode, listening back to it now, sounds quite roughshod and poorly edited and all that. But I'm still very proud of it because I, I like to see how far I've come. And, yeah, um, yeah. and, and it's just gone from there. And, and the show's grown massively. It really has. Apart from what you've mentioned, do you listen to any other truth? crime podcasts loads of them absolutely loads of them <laughs> all of them <laughs> three million of them <laughs> if, if, if i listened to all of them i'd never go to work or have any other sort of life i really wouldn't i'm very respectful the true crime community is absolutely fantastic the people are mm. so helpful so down to earth what i've found is nobody would ever mock you or anything for having a question or they just help out and they're so supportive and encouraging absolutely fantastic bunch and i do have my favorites and obviously say being from the UK I'll listen to the UK ones first yeah. and foremost myself I have others from Australia America Canada that I equally love as well but I'll always mainly listen to the UK ones just to sort of see um, as I said before about Adam uh, yeah. if, the, if anybody's like sort of covered any cases that I'd sort of earmarked, earmarked really because then I wouldn't bother doing it because I think that's if you listen to say my show you're going to listen to some of the other ones as well yeah. and it's pointless hearing the same thing covered in two weeks later do you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly and you don't know whether yeah. what you're what you've written or scripted is influenced by what someone else is if you've already listened to it you know that that's right yeah. certainly not so but because the cases that i choose to do on my show are, are really really obscure and, and there's some of them that there there's just little if no information whatsoever about i think to myself i'm pretty safe, i'm pretty safe there because uh, no one will have covered that no no one would seek that out do you know what i mean yeah so yeah 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 so i'm uh, it, it's been all right touch wood so far you know it's been it's been pretty good and uh, I've not trodden on anyone's toes and nobody's trodden on mine, really. <laughs> we, nev we never know what each other's going to cover. So, yeah, it's uh, it it it's just the, the way things go. It's the risks you take. But, yeah, if you, if you can't enjoy the show that you do, you probably shouldn't be doing a show, should you? No, exactly. And I was about to ask you, actually, what keeps you motivated to make more episodes? I won't lie. I mean, you know yourself as well as I do, the hours that go into this podcasting and the editing, the research, in the writing mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a second job basically it, it it really is isn't it it's a if it was just a pastime it, fantastic but it's you know as as things grow obviously the time that and commitment that you have to give to them grows as well 
Yeah. And um, so, so yeah, so it, so it does. So sometimes if I've had a really like terrible day and I think to myself, oh God, you know, I've got like 8,000 words now to chuck out about like a, a crime. There's two paragraphs out for research. Yeah. How am I going to stretch this out without going all around the houses? And then, but then you'll, and then you'll get some, and I'm sure every podcaster does this. You read your own reviews. Yeah. And everything. And if the good, if you get, if you get a good review, something like that, it spurs you on like nothing else. And you realize that, yeah, people like your show and they're good enough to support yeah. and listen. So it does keep you motivated. Definitely. It keeps me motivated. Definitely does. And I, and I think to myself, I have a, well, I do mention in quite a lot of the episodes, I have a, a chalkboard on the side of my fridge. Yes. Yeah. That's my working, that's my working chalkboard. And it's constantly, it looks like an old 1970s blackboard. It's been, rubbed off that many times and um, but it's got it's got a stack of names up there and i think to myself every time i look over these names when i've done an episode one gets rubbed off another one goes in its place and i think to myself that's a lot of tales there that i've still got to tell so it, it yeah it spurs me on to um, ever find out these things and ever there's a massive massive catalog of crime just from the uk alone that i could i could be here for series after series no worries <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of a shame that there's enough crime in the world to keep you going, but I'm glad that there is. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, very sad. But if there was no crime at all, um, you'd be talking to yourself right now, wouldn't you? So again, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty, pre- pretty much. And what I do believe that, I, and it is a maxim that I do promote quite strongly on the show, is that no story is worth more than another. Hmm. So, for example, say Madeline McCann. Everybody has their own opinions on the McCann case. Okay, um, I don't believe any other person from, say, 43, 45 years ago should be less important than telling her story. Yeah. Everybody, everybody deserves the same airtime, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. Lives have been affected in just the same way. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Very much so. But I'd rather choose a case that a name that someone's not familiar with. I think I've never heard of that. And the the amount of the amount of um, people who I do get who say like I'd never heard of that case before, never come across Mm. this before. You know, that's quite satisfaction to me. That is, that's that that that's keeping a name going. That's someone like nobody's forgotten. You know, and I think I can't stress how important I think that is. Well, I think that's a very good uh, message and a, a good attitude to have towards the, the true crime genre, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, it, 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 it's worked um, It's worked so far. A lot of people seem to enjoy the show, so long may I continue to do that. Indeed. Now, this might be a question you've been asked before, but with all the research that you've done, do you think you could commit the perfect murder? No, not in, not in the slightest. <laughs> I could I could tell you the perfect murder weapon and the perfect way to get rid of a body, but no, I don't think anybody can commit the perfect murder, not in the slightest. Use an icicle for a weapon and get rid of them in yellow incinerator bags. That's some good advice. That's probably a chilling thing to that's a chilling thing to say on an interview that, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yes. Not doing much to promote myself as not being a murderer here. <laughs> I'm not a murderer honest. Hiding in plain sight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, you've seen through me. You'll have to be next. <laughs> Help. So thank you for talking to me today, Paul. Why don't you tell us where we can find you on social media? Well, on social media, I'm always the true crime enthusiast or a slight amalgamation of that. Say <laughs> on Twitter, I'm at 
TC underscore enthusiast. Instagram, True Crime Enthusiast. Facebook, guess what? The True Crime Enthusiast. And uh, everything like that. Type True Crime Enthusiast and you won't go far wrong. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you, Stacey. It's been my pleasure. I'll leave you to get on with your evening. Okay, thank you very much. Wow, he sure is enthusiastic about true crime. I can really see where he gets the show's name from now. And while we're on this rather dark path of true crime, we should give a shout out to the Hoopers podcast who have interviewed Jeff Buziak about his search for his daughter's killer in Canada. It's a search that began in 2008 and remains unsolved to this day. Now, I'll be honest, I don't know how to bring the show back up from here, so why don't we take this opportunity just to talk about ourselves, Foley? Yeah, guys, we did promise at the uh, top of the show that there'd be more about us later, so uh, give this little trailer a quick listen. Hey, guys, I'm James. And I'm Foley. And we are the Bottomless Pit Podcast. In case you can't tell by our name, there's pretty much a bottomless pit of topics myself and James get around to talking about. We are just over a year old, and already we've covered things like travel stories, theatre, Brexit, and even funny drinking stories. We're over 60 episodes in and have talked about so much that I'm sure there is something in there for you. And if not, let us know. Foley and I are willing to throw our hand to anything, and we also sometimes have special guests on to talk about a subject because they know more than us. So if you're interested, find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for the Bottomless Pit Podcast, you'll see our lovely green TBP logo. Hit subscribe and listen to your heart's content. And we've been given this opportunity as part of the Britpod Scene Podcast Network, so head on over to Twitter to check them out as well, at Britpod Scene, for loads of other amazing podcasts coming straight out of the UK. And while you're there, check us out at the BP Podcast. It's also our handle on Instagram, so get on over there, give us a like, and you can find us on Facebook. The Bottomless Pit. Find us on social media and everywhere you get podcasts. Well, guys, hopefully that lifted your mood again. Yeah, let's move swiftly on. Up next, we've got Carla taking a trip across the pond to America, where she's got two great interviews with two great podcasts. Take it away, Carla. Hello, this is Carla, creator of Britpod Scene and co-host of Theme Park Films. And it's my absolute pleasure that I get to host this part of the podcast where I head over to America and chat to some shows that we consider our favourites and we hope they become yours too. Let's see who we've got on. And thank you to Rob from Gamma Radio for that musical introduction. Rob hosts a post-apocalyptic comedy which is set in a radio station. So please go and check that out. That's Gamma Radio. But on with this part of the show. And I am so beyond thrilled that we managed to get this host on my silly, silly segment because I was listening to this podcast long before I started doing podcasting. It's such a good show, but I'm going to let him introduce himself when I say, who are you and what is your podcast about? Well, hello, I'm Dana Buckler and I'm the host of the How Is This Movie podcast. 
Now, it's a podcast that covers film history. Well, let me clarify there. More contemporary film history in the sense that I really don't do deep dives back to the 1930s and 40s, but I more focus on movies that came out in the last 30 possibly 40 years. And what I do is I basically, instead of, say, reviewing a movie, what I like to do is really tell the story of how a particular film came to be. Where did the idea come from? For example, when I did an episode on the movie Jaws, which is my favorite movie of all time, it was interesting to find out that the author of the book, Peter Benchley, he was sitting on the beach reading an article about a fisherman who caught a 4,000-pound great white shark off the coast of Long Island. And he came up with the idea that what would happen if a shark like that was in the area and wouldn't go away? And that was kind of where he got the idea for Jaws. So so that's the kind of thing I like to do when I'm looking at film history. Like, where did the idea come from? And once I've got that idea, then I go through the entire process from writing the screenplay to a studio greenlighting it to a director being hired, actors being cast, to production notes regarding what it took to get the film made, and all the way through to the box office and ultimately the film's legacy. Now, on top of doing the film history, I've also done a series where I talk about my experiences going to the movie theater. Now, If you've listened to my show before, you'll know that I am the most unlucky person in the world when it comes to going to the theater. I have had more bad experiences than anyone else in their lifetime, and I still plan on going to the movies for the next 20 to 30 years, hopefully. Also on the show, I do occasionally interview people that are inside the industry, be it filmmakers, actors, publicists, because I'm forever curious about the industry and how it works. I could seriously let you talk all night, Dana. And I'm sure people are now furious that I've interjected and you've got to listen to me for a second. So I'm going to be as quick as possible and say, how long have you been podcasting for? This November will mark five years that I've been doing the How Is This Movie podcast. Now, when the podcast first started, I was doing basic film review. And over those few years, it evolved into what the podcast is today. And it shows the quality is just insane. Now, whereabouts in America are you from? Well, I'm originally from Canada. That's where I grew up. However, 20 years ago, I moved to the state of Florida. Fantastic. Last month's episode of Britpod Scene was a Canadian special, so you could have featured on that or this one, it turns out. Now, give us a fact about Florida, which is my favorite place in the world. Well, I'll tell you a fun fact about Florida. Florida is known as the Sunshine State. But I'll tell you this, from, I would say, May through September in the Sunshine State, I guarantee you that it rains every single day. No, I don't mean it rains all day long, but I guarantee you, if you come to Florida between May and September, it will rain for at least an hour every day. So, so I think the Sunshine State motto is a little suspect. Been there, done it, got a ridiculous tourist poncho to prove it, so... I agree with you on that one. What we want to know, of course, is do you listen to any British podcasts? Well, besides your podcast... If I actually believed that was true, I would probably hyperventilate throughout every single recording knowing that Dana Buckler was going to be listening. So I am for once going to pretend I didn't hear one of the podcasts say that they listened to me. Uh, Yeah, I would say I listen to a few different British podcasts. I probably have 35, 40 podcasts in my playlist, and I'm always adding new ones. I'm sure everyone is going to want to go and follow you on your social media accounts. So whereabouts can everyone find you? 
as far as social media goes, I've got all the usual ones. Uh, my Twitter handle is at How Is This Movie. My personal Twitter is at Dana Buckler. Instagram at How Is This Movie. And then I have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash How Is This Movie. But to be honest with you, I spend very little time on Facebook. I'm not the biggest fan of the Facebook page because when you post something on there, unless you're prepared to spend actual money to boost the post, most people that follow the page don't even see it. Uh, I much more prefer Twitter and Instagram. I find them to be far more organic ways of connecting with the audience. Fair play. So this is just a quick test just to see if you know enough about Britain to prove yourself to us. If I said to you... Go and put your whistle on. What would I mean? This question is a little bit embarrassing for me because uh, Canada is part of the British Commonwealth. You don't need to tell me it's embarrassing. I write and produce this drivel. But I have no idea what that means. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, if I was to get dressed up in my best whistle, I've got to assume that means a tuxedo, but I'm sure I'm 100% wrong. Boom! Nailed it. Indeed, whistle and flute means suit in cockney rhyming slang and learning that you are part of the commonwealth has made me sleep even easier at night absolute pleasure to have you on i really can't thank you enough for doing this you've got such a great show honestly i'll let everyone that has listened to my show into a little secret when we first started we were going to go down the route of being you know giving facts about films and you know maybe going a little bit more serious than the tone we took and after listening to a few shows and Dana being one of the top ones I thought there's no way on earth I can compete with this so I have to make our show what it is today which basically nonsense so thank you again for coming on it's been great chatting with you. And everyone, please go and check out How Is This Movie. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it and I love the podcast. Thank you. So polite. And now we have another treat for you. Here is a lovely couple who I will let introduce themselves to you now. Well, I'm Stork. I'm Peacock. And we are a married couple, and our show is about uh, geek culture. We review a movie, make up drinks about it, and... Alcoholic beverages. Yes, adult consumables. Mm-hmm. And um, we have our... Uh, typically, we have a long show where we also discuss comic books and... Celebrity birthdays. TV shows. Yeah. Star Trek trivia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a mini episode where we discuss a more current movie, something we saw recently in the theater. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much what we're about. Fantastic. Now, I'm guessing you can do a really good impression of a British accent. Do you want to try and repeat this question that I'm going to ask you? How long have you been podcasting? How long have you been podcasting? That is uncanny. Are you sure you're not British? Or indeed Australian, which is what that kind of sounded like too. But how long have you been podcasting? I don't know. 
Uh, it'll be July. <laughs> you don't know. No. <laughs> it seems like forever. Well, we're on episode 106-ish. Yeah. Um, it'll be this July. It'll be two years. Really? Yeah. It's, it's probably about time to stop. Yeah. That's, <laughs> people, our listeners have been saying that for since episode one. I'm sure that's not true. Whereabouts in America are you? Well, we are from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The home of the zombie, kind of. George Romero. Yes, zombie movies. the Steelers, actually. Everybody knows the Steelers. <laughs> Nobody cares about them. Pittsburgh Steelers. Anybody? Anybody? Is this thing on? <laughs> football? Oh, I don't care. American <laughs> football. Yes. Oh, no. We only like football in this country. Bit of footy. Yeah. Have it. Or soccer, as you guys call it. Can you tell us a fact about that state? Uh, we have the Steelers. <laughs> um, our state dog is the Great Dane, um, I think. We're known as the Italy of the United States. Are we? Because uh, the state's sh- shaped like a shoe. You're That's making that up. You yeah, made yeah. that up. <laughs> That's, I, I don't know. I can't back that up. No, the, um, uh, the state flower is a mountain laurel. State bird is a ruffled grouse. Ruffed. Damn it. It's not ruffled, it's ruffed. Yeah. Um, um, what else about Pennsylvania? Well, Pittsburgh, um, this, will, this will interest uh, Carla, who's asking the questions. Okay. Uh, we have a theme park called Kennywood, and the movie... What was the movie that was Adventureland. shot Adventureland. Adventureland was shot uh, mainly in, in Kennywood. Yeah, that's true. That does interest me. You're absolutely right. And a lesser person would now use that opportunity to promote their podcast and say that Theme Park Films is available on Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, just about anywhere. You can follow us on Twitter at Theme Park Films, on Instagram at Theme Park Films Podcast. But I wouldn't do that during this interview. So let's just uh, carry on with the questions. Do you listen to any British podcasts? I listen to Rough Giraffe podcast. Well, you've heard it. I've listened to it. I'm a little behind, but I. <laughs> yeah. Stacy and Mum. Yeah, I listen to Rough Giraffe. I listen to 365 Flicks podcast with uh, this cheeky wank, Chris and Kev. Mm hmm. Whoa, that's a legitimate swear word. And uh, I started listening to this one about theme park movies. Um, I think the hosts are um, Harlow and Collie, something like that. Those naughty ladies at Rough Giraffe have made everyone call us Harlow and Collie now. Great to see 365 Flicks mention. They are, of course, a Britpod scene podcast. Right, whereabouts on social media can everyone find you? can't you find us everywhere except twitter that's the answer <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry at besotted geek pod <laughs> on, on twitter. twitter we don't do myspace or whatever the kids are into nowadays <laughs> myspace <laughs> all righty so i'm aware that because i'm from london i often give cockney expressions for people to be tested on so i'm gonna flip this one and give you a Welsh slang and see if you can get that. So if we were in Wales and I said to you, 
I need a cooch, what would I mean? A drink? A drink. Well, you're the... You, you know you're British stuff. No, I don't. A cotch. Cotch. A cooch? My Welsh is as good as your British. Uh, what do you think it means? A massage. Uh, a drink or a massage. How about a drink and a massage? <laughs> I'm thinking a nap. Mm, that's good. I'm going to go nap. Incorrect, I'm afraid. A cooch means a cuddle or a hug. But we forgive you because you're nice, nice people that still think MySpace exists. So please check out Bazotted Geek. And thank you so, so much for joining us. You've been really good sports and we appreciate it very much. Well, thanks for having us on. Bye. Bye. What great guests we've had this show. If there's anyone you'd like to recommend for the American section, just get in touch. Tweet us on at Gridpodscene with your suggestions. We've got a few lined up already, but always looking for more. And there will be other countries, of course, visited too. Thank you very, very much for listening. And I will see you next time. Well, there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed those couple of chats from across the pond. Well, across the pond from you, just a little bit south from me here in Canada. Go find those guys on their social medias. Follow them. You know, they have some really, really good stuff going on. It's been a really busy month here at Britpod Scene Headquarters with a lot of new shows joining the network. Here's Stacy again to tell us all about them. Hello, it's Stacy again, and I'm here to tell you about the newest members of the Britpod Scene. I think I say every month that this is a bumper month, this is the best month, but I think actually this month we've had quite a few new members, seven in fact. We have a wide variety of podcasts join the group this month and I'm sure you're going to find something that you really love. There's definitely a new podcast favourite for you here. So let's get started. Do you remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Of course you do. I think most people probably remember her cat, Salem. Well, Phil and the gang are re-watching every episode and then talking about it. It's a lovely stumble down memory lane. So why not check out Sabrina the Teenage Watch podcast? I know, it's a great name. Do you like movies? Do you like horror movies? Well, then we've got the show for you. The podcast Screaming Queens, and that's Queens with a Z, is described as a horror podcast with a queer eye. John, who's the host, looks at all sorts of horror films from classic video nasties right up to now, looking at what's in the cinema. So that's Screaming Queens with a Z. And you can find them on Twitter at Johnny Larkin. Everybody loves a drama. Now, what if that drama was set in space? Oh my god, amazing. We Fix Space Junk follows in the footsteps of radio sci-fi shows of the past, such as Journey into Space and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So why not join the adventure and subscribe to the show? That's We Fix Space Junk, a fantastic audio drama podcast. Now, there are lots of podcasts out there 
that'll go to the most fantastic, fabulous places all around the world and tell you about all the great things that you're missing out on. What if there was a podcast that visited tourist attractions in your area and took a comedian along for the ride? Don't you worry, we have just that kind of show. Tourist Podcast is hosted by Vic and she takes well-known comedians to places that they've probably seen around a lot but have never actually been to. They have a little chat about the history, about what they think of it, and it's all jolly good fun. So, that's Tourist Podcast. Now, if you like kooky, funny, silly comedy with lots of characters and plenty of laughs, you should check out The Shy Life Podcast. The host is Paul Chandler, and the Twitter account is at Shy Yeti. All I can say about this one is, expect the unexpected. Now, we introduce our first ever science podcast. Ooh! And I know what you're thinking. How do you make science fun? Well, why not take a scientific article and try and explain it to your friends? The podcast is called Lay It Out and it's hosted by Curie, Alice and Demelza. They know what they're talking about and they're very funny to boot. So why not check out Lay It Out? And last, but by no means least, we have Comics in Motion podcast. The Comics in Motion podcast is a podcast all about comic-based media. So that's TV, movies and games. Anything where a comic book is now basically moving, they cover it. So why not join Chris and Dave for this fabulous comic review podcast? You can find them on Twitter at Comics in Motion P and check out the show wherever you get podcasts from. See, I told you it was going to be a bumper month. You're going to find a podcast that you really love amongst those. And if you do discover a new podcast from amongst our new members, why not let us know on our Twitter account at BritPodScene or come and join the discussion group on Facebook and just search for Britpod Scene. Okay, that's it from me this month. Better get back to recruiting some fabulous shows for the next episode. Bye. Fantastic. There are some really great shows there. I know I'll certainly be checking them out. What about you, Foley? Without a doubt. All the details for these shows, if you guys want to check them out, are in the show notes. It can be also found on the Britpod Scene Twitter and Facebook accounts. Lovely stuff. Well, that's just about it from us at the Britpod Scene Podcast. We have been James and Foley, your first guest hosts, and we are from the Bottomless Pit Podcast. Come back next month where you will have another mystery guest host or hosts from a different podcast from the Britpod Scene Network. But for now, Foley, where can they find us at the Bottomless Pit Podcast? You guys can find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, Acast, Google Podcast app, or iTunes. Just search for the Bottomless Pit Podcast. You'll see our lovely green TBP logo and hit subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate it. We are also all over social media at the BP Podcast on Twitter, at the BP Podcast on Instagram, and search for us on Facebook. We have a page going over there too. If you would like to email the show for uh, topics or just to chat with us, you can do bottomlesspitpodcast at gmail.com. But from both of us here at the Bottomless Pit Podcast and from everybody on the Brit Pod scene, catch you next time. Bye bye.